A happy and healthy holiday greetings to all of you. This is Talking Addiction and Recovery Podcast, and I am your host, Andrew J. Schreier. We are here to talk about important issues related to both addiction and recovery, and this episode dives into the need to talk about recovery from addiction during the holidays. Some of us have already gotten into a full swing of the holidays with Thanksgiving ending and Christmas quickly approaching. For many of us, the holiday season can also bring a lot of additional stress. You know, decorating, holiday cards, shopping, food planning, hosting, and even traveling. There are several demands of us around the holidays. And while many of us look forward to it, we know it can cause some additional stressors and disruptions in our regular routine. Additional stress with COVID can result in other things happening with distress and the idea of not being able to spend time with loved ones or not being allowed to celebrate the holidays this year. Yes, with COVID, you may be experiencing stress, sadness, disappointment, loss, you know, even anxiety because holiday plans might look different. There are also plenty of individuals whom the holidays do not bring that sense of, you know, glad tidings and good cheer. It might be filled with feelings of isolation loneliness or even memories that can trigger feeling you know depressed or or, you know sad even hopeless we cannot automatically assume that everyone looks forward to this time of the year with the holiday you know people can experience you know intense emotional swings during the holidays which can either be joyous or you know stressful for people in recovery Holidays can create additional stress and challenges. Holidays create, you know, like disruptions in normal routines of someone's recovery during the holidays. You might be away from home, find yourself, you know, with more unstructured time and having difficulty going to like regular meetings that you might attend. On top of that, you know, unrealistic expectations, overcommitment, indulging in unhealthy habits, Financial strain might be going on and fatigue and exhaustion can cause disruption in someone's recovery. Holidays, you know, might be spent away from your recovery support and and sober routines. You know, people might be busy or they might be occupied. Things that you would normally do are not available or in trying to prioritize things. They might be, you know, I can skip that or I can not do that or I can wait until the holidays are over to get back on track. Even holiday customs, you know, childhood memories, you know, annual gatherings that are closely associated with alcohol or drug use can put someone's recovery at risk during these times. Let us not forget that, you know, culturally alcohol is a large part of the holiday celebrations and someone with an addiction to alcohol or drugs often use these substances for celebrating or getting through the holidays. Vulnerability to relapse can be before, during, and even after. And that's really important to remember. So the holiday that is you know marked on our calendar is not the only day to be prepared for because there are things that can lead up to the holidays that are stressful. The event or the days themselves can be. But even afterwards, you know, with being here in Wisconsin, After the holidays and, you know, Christmas and New Year's, we hit some cold weather. And that's a time where all of a sudden people are like, well, what what is there to look forward to? Or it's a while until spring comes. So even after the holidays are over, 
you have to look at the fact that it can still have the impact on us and someone who is in recovery or trying to maintain sobriety still has that vulnerability to relapse. There is one key, crucial, important, necessary, and I would say even significant tool for how to deal with holidays and recovery. And the answer is plan. Plans, plans, plans. And let me put it this way, very clear to understand and put it blunt. My straight shooter approach is coming at you. You will either make plans for the holidays that are best for yourself in recovery, or you will wait around and have wishful thinking that the holidays are going to do that for you. While we all love the Christmas miracle movies, that is not likely going to happen. So having hope and belief that someone's recovery and sobriety maintaining abstinence is going to remain intact if I'm given the two choices of someone's planning it and putting a good amount of effort into what they're going to do for it, or I have someone who's going to wait and see what the holidays bring to them, I have a lot more belief that the individual who has the plans is going to come out with their recovery still intact and even having maybe more fun than they planned on. So if you do nothing the holidays are not going to come around and change it for you. With planning, you have the potential to minimize the stress that accompanies the holidays. Ultimately, there's a chance that you're going to end up enjoying them even more than you actually anticipated. And I believe there's two important things we have to plan for. One is preventing relapse, which is always key with recovery, you know, with treatment, with, you know, as an alcohol and drug counselor preventing relapse from happening. Number two is also enjoying the holidays in winter recovery land. In preventing relapse, you know, we really have to be aware of how we are feeling and what is going on with us and the holidays. You know, be aware of your own level of stress during the season. Are you often stressed about it? Do you find yourself feeling more lonely during these times? What is stressing you out about the upcoming holidays? Take some time for self-reflection and even say to yourself, when it comes to holidays, I, you know, dot, 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 fill that in and just reflect on what emotions and, and thoughts are swirling around during this time or when the holidays are mentioned. A big part of relapse prevention ultimately comes down to what we are doing around the holidays. You know, the big question is always to go or not to go. And I've had a lot of discussions already with patients and clients about this topic. You know, holiday gatherings can be filled with alcohol and even drug use, or the situation might be toxic. But if it's a family or work event and the person questions whether or not to go is the best decision. So when I talk with people about plans with high-risk situations, I tell them they need to have plans for three different decisions you need to make a plan for not going you need a plan for going and maintaining your sobriety and overall well-being and you need a plan to escape if it gets to that point but before you even like 
make that decision. I think you need to take a step back and have an honest, genuine, authentic reflection on this event you are considering attending. You know, really ask yourself, what is this event really about? Is this really about the holidays or is this just an excuse for some people to get together and get drunk? Are we really celebrating the holidays? What are my motives for attending? What is my reason for going and what do I want to get out of it? And most importantly, you got to anchor this. You know, I always talk about when you make decisions in recovery, you have to anchor it with that. So during your reflecting time, you have to make sure you ask yourself, is it appropriate for where I am with my recovery? So I don't tell people, go, don't go. I mean, sometimes the decision is very clear and some things are laid out where it's you know, pretty obvious that this would be, you're going there just to go get high or just to go drink. And I'll tell you what, that's a bad decision. But there are also times where people go to family events and work events, and it's not so clear about it not being good for their recovery. So it's important that someone, you know, where you are with your recovery, is this appropriate? Is this good for you? Answering the question, you know, of to go or not to go is really poor planning And the Shakespeare reference doesn't make up for it. And I'm here to tell you that. To just make that decision and then say, we'll see what happens, is not a good sound plan. I know a lot of people have that question and think by answering it, that's all they have to do. Even if you say you are not going to go and then do nothing, I'm not feeling too confident either. Just because you didn't go to the event doesn't mean your poor planning won't lead to drinking alcohol or using drugs somewhere else. And I had this client who was contemplating whether or not to go to a Christmas party his boss hosted every year at his house. And he has been at the company for a few years. This was always the tradition. And we were approaching the event. And the client started seeing me and having about a year of sobriety from alcohol. And then he relapsed and then came to see me. At the time, he was a few months sober. So with about 10 minutes to go in this session, he was talking about contemplating, you know, the whole to go or not to go and believing this was the decision to make and that's it. So he looks at me and this happens more often than you might believe and asks, what do I do? And I told him we don't have enough time to really plan for this and he needs to come back beforehand so we can spend the entire session planning. And his initial response was, you know, do you think we really need that much time? You know, he was looking for a, do I go, do I not go? And I said, remember what I told you from the beginning is that I'm the advocate for your recovery. And I always say that to people is that I'm the voice of reason. I am advocating for what seems best to maintain sobriety. And So I was telling him this and I said, you trying to decide and plan for this possible event and only a few minutes here is not good. We need to put more time and effort into making plans. Thankfully, he he does. And he, he comes back and we spent an entire session making plans for deciding to not go, going and staying sober, and leaving if the situation becomes too risky. So as we identified those three scenarios, we sat there and created plans for all of those. 
if his plan was not to go, we needed to figure out how he was going to decline going to his boss, how he was going to deal with feeling like he was missing out on a work event, and what his plans for spending the holidays at home were going to be. We wrote this entire plan out. So we moved on. If his plan was to go and remain sober, we needed to figure out how he was going to do that. We created action steps for dealing with other people drinking, temptation, saying no, holding a non-alcoholic beverage in his hand, being there for a set amount of time, and talking with a trusted coworker about his plans not to drink. We wrote this entire plan out. Then the third one came, which was if his plan was to go and he started feeling temptations to drink, we needed to figure out how he was going to exit and leave the event. How would he get home? What was his transportation? Who could, who could he call to talk to in order to help him in that situation? What is his exit strategy for saying goodbye to coworkers or his boss? We wrote this entire plan out. Those are action plans. Those are specific plans for deciding not to go, going and maintaining sobriety, or going and deciding to leave if the risk becomes too tempting. This isn't just a to-go or not-to-go decision, but in preparing for all these, we did a lot of work, you know, including role-playing the conversations he would have with his boss if he wasn't going to attend, role-playing conversations he would have with his boss if he was going to leave the event early, We talked about his plan, what it would be for the night if he didn't go to the event. What would he do? This is the type of planning you need to do in order to prevent the holidays resulting in a relapse. Now, this is an equally as important message when it comes to planning. You need to plan for having a sober holiday. As I said before, The holiday is not going to come around and provide you with all the celebrations and fun times. It is your responsibility or your responsibility with the help of others to create plans in order to welcome the holiday spirits in your life and in your home. Some people believe that without drinking or using drugs, they can't enjoy the holidays. Being sober around the holidays would be boring, uneventful, and and not as fun. And I'm here to tell you that's simply not true. The true spirit and celebration of the holidays is not dependent on alcohol or drugs, unless you make it out to be that way. If you continue to think you won't have fun, and you can't have fun, you probably won't. If you have the mindset that you can have fun and can enjoy your time, you probably can. I reference this a lot, Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And that sticks very true to that mindset around the holidays. There are a lot of great ways you know, we can plan to have a great holiday. Even throughout the the months of the holiday and celebration, we must come to some level of acceptance that it might be different than how we celebrated it in the past. Whether you are someone who is trying to have their first holiday season sober, or even people right now dealing with COVID and other challenges, 
we need to realize that our expectations of this holiday need to be adjusted to our situations. And I'll tell you, I've already seen this a lot with what we just went through with Thanksgiving. And this is what prompted me to really want to do this episode before the holidays so that people can prepare and plan. Since returning from Thanksgiving, I was talking to so many people who shared way too many stories about the holidays being a lot of like all or nothing thinking. We're either doing it this way, like we've always done it, or we're not doing it at all. And I'm just, and I'm not just talking about like clients and patients, but in general, there's a lot of this all or nothing going on with people in relation to celebrating the holidays. Thinking that way not only leaves out all the gray areas in life, but it, it misses out on all the colors when you only think in black and white. And the holidays, which are filled with so many bright lights, it is a fantastic reminder that we need to find ways of celebrating, connecting with one another, and enjoying the holidays even with some challenges and changes. And here's a great example. For more years than I can remember, we have always seen the Trans-Siberia Orchestra. Now let me tell you, add that to your bucket list. You will not be disappointed. But my father started this tradition over the years. And we have brought so many family members and friends to the shows. You know, every year it's a celebration. We find people who want to go again or who can go again. And we always try and get a newbie to come to the show. And traditionally, we would go to a restaurant near the venue. We would get together, have some food, and then we would go to the show. One of the longest probably traditions I have, uh, not just around the holidays, but probably in my life. But... This is a tradition that has happened for so many years, and it's included a lot of amazing people in in my life and my family's lives. This year, they are not doing any live performance, so right away there's there can be disappointment, frustration, a sense of loss. The idea that it's not going to be the same could all lead to throwing in the towel and saying, "Well, that's the end of that tradition." Easily, not going to happen this year. That kind of thinking can really damper the holiday spirit, the mood. There can be such a sense of loss that comes with that and frustration. There could turn to a lot of blaming for why it's not happening. But the one thing that's happening is they are doing a live show. For a very decent price, you can see a live performance of the concert. Now, is this the same as being there in person? Is it the same as going out to dinner at a restaurant near the venue? Absolutely not. But the true spirit of the tradition can still happen. So yeah, we ordered the live show. Even if there wasn't going to be a live show, we could still have done something. You know, set something up. Or maybe we listened to the an album or something or watched one of their DVDs. We could have even found a, a, you know an old performance to watch on YouTube. The point is, all or nothing leaves you with one option or nothing at all. You know, do not allow the all or nothing thinking to interfere with enjoying the holidays. And the whole point of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra story is to recognize that when it comes to making plans, it's really up to us. 
If you want to host an event with no alcohol or go somewhere and don't want to drink or use drugs, then have plans to do that. You can still consume drinks without having to consume alcohol. I recently came across and purchased an ebook that's filled with recipes for alcohol-free drinks around the holidays. It's called a Holly Jolly Hangover-Free Holiday. Alcohol-Free Cocktail Recipes by Julia Gaith. And in the introduction, she challenged herself to create like these craft alcohol-free cocktails that kind of rivaled their alcoholic counterparts. In the introduction, she talks about for a long time, finding that the holidays were also a time that was intertwined with alcohol. In fact, it said lots of alcohol. And her hope is that sharing these craft recipes helps support someone's sobriety or at least introduce mindful drinking in a way that still lifts your holiday spirits without the spirits. I like that um, wording there. You can learn more about it and purchase it. It's five bucks, so great price, at thesoberxbartender.com. And I know a lot of people are also experiencing you know, stress, worry, concern, and even fear about not being able to buy presents or, or gifts for people. I know plenty of people who are struggling with that. I had someone tell me the other day in, in a session, we aren't going to have Christmas because we can't buy gifts. You can enjoy the holidays without having it depend on gift giving. So creating new traditions or activities to enjoy with one another, putting something together where you can connect with that, going back to it, that what does the, what do the holidays mean to us? What do we want to get out of it? It's really important to accept that the holidays aren't just going to show up at your door and make everything better. You know, just because it's the time of the year doesn't mean we are entitled to miracles that are going to save the holidays for us. So with in the connection with, you know, people who are in recovery or maybe they're sober for the first time during the holidays, even with changes in relation to to COVID and what we're going through, it's an easy trap to fall in and say, you know, letting the holidays become something we dread. And we don't want to do that. We want to create something that is memorable, that means something to us, that really hones in that true spirit. So here are five tips to help you achieve that goal. Number one, holiday reflections. Spend some time reflecting on it, on the holidays. You know, what is it like for you during this time of year? What is it that you hope to celebrate during the holidays? What do the holidays mean to you? How do you do during the holidays? What's my stress level? What worries me most? What am I hoping to do that I maybe am apprehensive or uncertain about? Take some time to reflect. Number two is pay attention to that all or nothing thinking. And seriously, paying attention to that and catching yourself having it during the holidays. I said it already, but I've seen this way too much already and seeing it have a negative impact on holidays, but but also on people's relationships with one another, family members, and 
being in this, we're going to do it this way and only this way. We're not going to do it at all. If you see it as black or white, you're going to miss out on all the amazing, magical, colorful moments the holidays are filled with. Number three, resources. There are many resources out there for planning for the holidays, dealing with changes because of COVID and having fun in recovery. The ebook I referenced was a great example. If you want to learn more about not consuming alcohol in general, which I give tips in there too, go and listen to episode 11, which is you don't drink, please don't explain. But there's a lot of ways you can look up what to do to have fun around the holidays, activities, interests, games, fun things to do, whether you're with people in person, whether it's virtual, you can create a fun holiday if you really want that. Number four is relapse prevention plans. Remember to create plans for deciding not to go to an event, going to an event and maintaining abstinence, and going to an event and leaving because of it being too high risk. Sit down and put these plans together. Remember the story of the client who was trying to decide to go to his boss's Christmas party. By the way, he ended up going... And then leaving early because he started to feel increased temptation as other people were becoming more intoxicated. After meeting with him, he said if we didn't sit down and create the plans for how to leave, he probably would have tried staying, like white knuckling it. And he said if he probably would have stayed till the end, it would have more than likely ended up in drinking. So just simply the plan to go or not to go really would not have been enough. So think of those plans when you're going to go to an event or do something. Plan, plan, plan. Which leads into number five. Planning during the holidays. You know, create the holiday that you want. Think about what it means to you and what you want to get out of them during these times and tie that into a plan to make that happen. Maybe it's not even about getting something out of it as much as it needs to be about giving back. You know, if you're someone, a family who is struggling financially and not being able to buy as many gifts as you might think, maybe something for a holiday tradition to start is to to give back, volunteer somewhere. Do something to give back to people who are less fortunate than you are. There is no reason for not being able to enjoy and celebrate the holiday, even with the challenges we face or life paths we choose, like no longer wanting to consume alcohol or drugs. You can still have a holiday you want to have. There are a few other important things I want to talk about before concluding this episode and rarely in life do things go as perfectly as planned as, as you wanted or expected. And we said all the time in those Christmas movies where someone's preparing the event and something goes wrong, something happens, the food burns. I think, you know, of the Santa Claus movie where Tim Allen burns the dinner and they got to go to that diner and the diner has nothing that they really want. And, 
things rarely go as, as we need to expect that there's going to be something that might go wrong, not, not go as we expected. That happens. And I remember a few years of working at residential. I often would have to work a holiday and a lot of people did. We kind of took turns because you run a 24 hour facility. I mean, sometimes we have only, you know, seven, eight staff, in a whole facility and there are times where we'd have to work holidays and I remember early on I'd have to work you know, on Christmas Eve and even Christmas Day there were times when an individual was being released from prison or jail on that very same day and their first time being out is to come to a residential treatment program so right away you know they couldn't see their family and while I was there I couldn't see my family Either uh, sometimes I had to miss out on events and sometimes I, I made them late or we, we tried to make arrangements for it. But no matter where we were, we still did what we could to make the most out of the holidays. You know, I started a tradition of showing a Christmas movie, which was Trapped in Paradise. I still watch that every year, either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I always watch that because I would bring that wherever I was working and even if I wasn't working on those days, I would bring it maybe a couple of days before and we would watch it because it reminds me a lot of some of the work with people with addiction and the criminal justice populations that I've worked with for a while. I still love showing it and recommending it. You know, every year I do a drawing on the whiteboard wishing, you know, patients and clients a Merry Christmas. I still have to do one this year. The point of telling these stories is they are also some of the holidays that stand out the most as well. You know, despite not being where we want to be, despite wishing we could be with other people or be in a different situation, it doesn't have all the bells and whistles of a a Christmas holiday movie. And we're not always able to celebrate in the way we want to. We were still able to experience that true spirit of the holidays and sometimes even with very little, you know, despite all the magical moments we love seeing in holiday movies in the end, the characters themselves are the ones to do things in order to make change happen. Now, certain events, certain people, you know, kind of spark that, but what really happens is you see that the person or the character, they start to believe, they have hope, they give back. You know, maybe they overcome resentments, they address fears of theirs, they get out of that comfort zone, and some of them deal with past issues. And by doing that, allows the spirit of the holidays into their lives. You know, for those in recovery or individuals who just don't want to consume alcohol or drugs, remember that you don't need the alcoholic spirits or drugs in order to enjoy the holiday spirits. Being sober and in recovery does not take away from enjoying the holiday celebrations. You can have all the joys and celebrations of holidays being sober and in recovery, but in order to do so, you need to really commit to making plans for it to happen. 
I want to wish all my listeners a happy and healthy holiday season. I hope you learned something.